This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. Let's be honest, the search for love has become an extreme sport. Umjolo will leave you dizzy in the best of times. Most people hit dating apps in search of romance, while others might linger in the Woolies grocery aisles looking for the perfect partner. But there are some among us who even go further than that, hitting up convicted criminals serving time behind bars. It's a dog-eat-dog world. 240 prisons that make up the South African prison system. On any given day, over 161,000 inmates call it home. Almost a third still awaiting their day in court. Over 97% male. For inmates working with the system to rehabilitate themselves, overpopulation, lack of privacy and gangsterism can make it a battle until they can rejoin society. It was a world Tsidi Mungwe knew nothing about when she worked as a call center operator in Pretoria a decade ago. But it became a roller coaster ride that propelled her into writing a book. My colleague's phone rings, so I pick up uh, the call from my desk. Yes. And the man on the other side of the line introduces himself as my colleague's brother. So he charmed you, this guy? That phone call, Banchamile. He called her regularly at work. Attention she was craving as her own marriage was falling apart. I was separated from my, my husband, who was abusive in many ways. I left him on the night he almost killed me in the presence of our daughter. I was enjoying the emotional bandages that I'm receiving from this guy, this love, this affection. After two months, Sidi asked him to drop by her work. Then came the bombshell. That is when he divulged that I won't be able to come because I'm in prison. What goes on through your mind the when you hear it? What did he do? What landed him in prison? But uh, I don't want to ask him on the phone, you know, because I didn't want to, I didn't want it to come across as if I was judging him. Hence, I went to the sister. I then asked if he murdered or raped anyone. She said, no. Then for me, it was a relief. Tidi had fallen for a convicted armed robber serving year four of a 17-year sentence. He asked her to visit in maximum security. I'm wearing my stilettos while I'm wearing my cousin's clothes but my shoes and my weave. Looking good, like I was walking into the union building to meet the president. Never in her wildest dreams did Tidi ever think that she would fall in love with a convicted criminal, let alone be in a committed relationship with an inmate. But that's exactly what happened. As with many couples, Tidi's journey illustrates how vulnerable abuse victims can be when seeking relationships to regain control. Clinical psychologist Dr. Hamadi Gomezi works with prisoners there would be a temptation to explore a situation where a woman is in power with a man who is relatively vulnerable by being uh, incarcerated. Soon, 
Tsidi loved for her visits to maximum security. I had bought his favorite stuff, a book or a photo frame, and I buy his favorite snacks. I received roses from this man on Valentine's Day. I received chocolates. Only sometimes did she wonder if it was all too good to be true. Prison is a very lonely place, so it's no surprise that inmates spend most of their time trying to connect with people on the outside. But are these connections real? Until 2018, Tato Mulefe spent 20 years inside. Sun City, the Dragon City. It's tough in there. The first year is the worst because you don't even understand the lingo. Tato had a girlfriend on the outside. I was very bored and I went onto social media. You think a lot about your real girlfriend and what she's up to. Sometimes she's not able to visit and support you because she doesn't have the means. In prison, cell phones are officially forbidden. But Tato says it's an open secret that phones get in and are highly prized not least for conducting relationships. Inmates end up on Facebook, chatting to people. Suddenly you have someone who will visit you. She visits and brings you stuff. She'll also bring you lunch. If you find yourself incarcerated, we hope that it's an experience that is so extreme and significant that it will change you. So that hopefulness of a woman who is on the outside, you have learned your lesson and you're going to come out of prison being uh, the best person you can be. The prison system welcomes relationships. Singabako Ngumalo is the spokesperson for Gauteng Correctional Services. An inmate with a positive support system is easy to rehabilitate because he knows that when he's done with rehabilitation, there will be a family waiting for him. A surprising number of people look for relationships with inmates. Online communities show groups for every flavor of relationship from prisons near and far. But besides emotional support, inmates also foster romantic relationships for practical reasons. When they apply for parole, uh, they need someone who will be able to sign for them. And sometimes their families um, have denounced them. They don't want anything to do with them. For two years, Tsidi's man courted her with gifts from behind prison bars. He was still earning rental income from a property outside. Tsidi divorced her estranged husband. And during one prison visit, a surprise waited. He goes down on both his knees, takes out the ring, and then he puts the ring on my finger. Provided some stringent checks are in place, the department does facilitate jailhouse weddings, but they are few and far between, hinting at the fact that these connections may be more functional than romantic. Just this financial year alone, we only had six uh, with one application pending. CD was not keen on a jailhouse wedding, but she was the signee when her man eventually applied for parole. When we got engaged, everything was so perfect. Tato got his freedom in 2018 and broke off his online relationships. 
he's trying to build a life with the woman who waited for him. 2018 was also the expiry date for Tsidi's fairy tale, her man's release, that she hoped would be the beginning of their life together. Turned out to be the beginning of the end. He was on the phone all the time. He would take his calls outside. Women would be calling him, texting him. He was just busy. The penny dropped. I regretted waiting for him. I regretted the things that I did for him. And he also became very emotionally and verbally abusive. During this mess, I discovered that I was pregnant. After five years, Sidi sought her own release from the relationship. If your child were to come to you mm -hmm. and were to be in the same situation, mm -hmm. what would you say to them? I would talk her out of it. When a man is behind bars, he's broken. And then now you come into a picture as a woman, as a vulnerable woman, even if he may love you or has good intentions, it is all coming from a broken place. Personal relationships are not easy at the best of times, but for those imprisoned by their pasts, it's a high wall to scale. So, can love conquer all, even a prison conviction? Let us know online using hashtag carte blanche. Thanks for joining yet another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast. Keep the conversation going online. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget to rate and review us. Your feedback is always appreciated. And subscribe to our podcast to ensure you don't miss a single episode.